Dear listeners, what you are about to endure is the sound of a man who doesn't know how to sit quietly and await his co-host for a mere 30 seconds. To minimize echo, I am here. Potato cam. I mean, I mean, I mean, potato, 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 good connection. Back at loss, less than 5%, 240 milliseconds. Well, there Ta-da. he is. I found a new random program. Yay. Transcription has started. Oh, God, Recording really? Started. I'm out of coffee. Oh, no, I got a little left. It's probably disgusting. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Real burn. <laughs> How do you make your workshop brew? I just bring it from home. I have like a Chemex pour over thing. Bring it from home. Make a bunch. Yeah. A bucket. A bucket in the morning to get you through the day. I started drinking a lot more since I've had this on my desk and uh, I started bringing what I call the daddy mug now. It's ridiculously (laughs) large. Oh, daddy. I don't have a sample for that. (laughs) Not yet. Cool. How are you? Pretty good. You? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Well, just waking up, as usual. I bet. Can't believe you've been getting me out of bed at 5 a.m. for a year now. Every Thursday. Come on. And you're just cussing at me every time you wake up at 5 a.m. You're like, God damn it, Justin again. That's a very reliable alarm. There's no no snooze nonsense on Thursday morning. It's just like, got to get out of bed. Let's go. It's that... It's that FaceTime I force you to do when you first wake up to get you out of bed. <laughs> Laura loves it, I'm sure. Yeah, she does. She's a fan. We should clap. What? Oh, it's so Almost. much better than Skype. So much better than Skype. <laughs> it was like, like we did it like a whole beat different last time. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll miss I'll miss those scenes we had in Skype. That was entertaining, but <laughs> maybe, this looks maybe they're so buried better. somewhere here. <laughs> we do have reactions. We can break out, which I don't know that I want to do ever. Oh yeah, breakout room. Yeah, whiteboard, whiteboards, sure. backgrounds and effects. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh, we can. Re- anyway, cool. What's happening over there? Oh, we are machining about six inches thick of foam for a giant mold. We did like the big kind cool. of polystyrene mold, which I guess was a different version. That was out of like pretty cheap pink foam before, like the wall yeah, insulation kind. Yep. Same client, different version is now Ren Shape, which is like really expensive tooling foam. And okay. we have like basically 80% of a, of a spoil board worth of six inches of foam to machine into like i just took the tool outside i have a i have an eight inch long foam tool to like do the cutout with and ricky's currently doing kind of the setup for it but it's going to take a few days it's a lot of mm. machining we well, had a job an aluminium job run a couple of weeks ago which ran over about three days and john was leaving the machine on overnight because he didn't we don't quite trust that it yeah. homes out to like huh. perfectly yeah. every time. Do you do yeah. anything? Like, what do you do in that situation when you've got a multi day cycle? Man, for five years, it's been rock solid at repeating. And just in the last month or so, we had a little bit of concern with that. But honestly, it was like a one fluke incident where we had something shift off of that. But yeah, every time it starts up, it's. Within a few thou, I guess. And my goal is to just like, we're doing pins into the spoil board and then pins into the bottom of it, of the part, so that we can yeah. kind of 
repeatedly, like if, if we have to turn everything off, it uh, should go back where we hope it should be. And I'm going to hopefully only do, because mm. it's we got them to section into two parts. So we're only going to do like roughing and then finishing, like keep it into operations. So I don't think we can tool change these tools. <laughs> They're like uh, right. <laughs> seven inches. Yeah. My more my biggest concern is passing when it passes over the other tangs, right? The, the pull studs. It's going to just like clunk and just take yeah. them all out. Pretty so we're going to do one tool at a time. <clears throat> That's a good idea. But you're going to pre-index the stock onto the spoil board. So if you do, you have to take it on or off or anything, any funny business. Yeah. That's, that's cool. my Good. that's my intention. The client's been really cool about like working with us on like making it as easy as possible to like you know splitting it into pieces and like letting us put pins in the bottom and stuff because you you need the top mold section, not like anything else. So. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. We be interesting. Sh should have done that. I think we probably would do that again next time if we do this something like this aluminium job because we had the situation happen which I've never had before. Oh, we had that. We had a yeah. full. 1200 by 2400 sheet of 12 mil so half inch aluminium on the table and john was cutting yeah. these quite little wiggly shapes like really dense nest and the whole sheet buckled off and lost vacuum like halfway through yeah and oh, man. he lost like half a day trying to like re realign it basically to continue yeah and screw it okay. down to the yeah. spoil board but yeah, if we'd pre-indexed the underside of the stock onto index pins, that would have saved a lot of, a lot of heartache. Mm -hmm. We I'm had sure. that the first aluminum job where we did the big sheets in 2019 or something. It was so buckled, so warped, pre-warped that we did have a couple of situations where it would pop loose or, or things yeah. like that. And so, it, I think that taught me some of like when you have those long things, like don't trust the vacuum because it's eventually mm. going to fail you. Or something like that. I don't know. And also, this is probably easily the most expensive material we'll ever we've machined. So, that's fine. Just kind of doing the things that. Yeah, I think that the price of the of a full sheet was five thousand dollars. We don't have the quite the whole sheet, but <laughs> and it's split into pieces, so we can only mess up about half of it oh at a time. Um, but still, that. yeah. Ooh, yeah. So. I was going to have him start right before we got into this. And I was like, how about we just do the alignment pins and we'll just like yeah. not rush into. Take a slow. <laughs> Cut it. Yeah. 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 How are things with you? Cool. Oh, yeah, pretty good. What's happening over here? Uh, lower, lower border bamboo X1C. Ordered Ooh. it. I promise I wasn't doing too much arm twisting, but <laughs> she came downstairs at work the other day. I was like, will you use this? If I buy this, I was like, yes, absolutely. Wait, you'd been talking about though, right? It wasn't like out of nowhere, like. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't out of nowhere. Yeah. She's, she's got a couple of uh, sculpture commissions coming out or pieces that she's making. One of them is due in about five weeks. And I think we're going to end up in a spot where we rely on the speed of the, the bamboo to produce enough parts to get the piece finished. So it'll be fun. So that should be here maybe even today or early next week. So I'm excited. Get my hands on that. Mm. Yeah, somebody else oh. in Australia messaged me and said they got it in like a day when they ordered it. Yeah, a few people have been picking them up here. So John, who built the pencil sharpener, just got one. Yeah. I saw one on Mast's Instagram. So yeah, this seems like a popular choice right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Hope you're getting those sales commissions. I, 
Yeah, right. No, they don't have a system yet at all. I've, I've referred so many of those damn machines. Like, I try like weekly. Somebody's like, hey, I got one. I love it. Thanks for all the videos. And I was like, yeah, glad you. I mean, I don't need the money, but it's just like it more would be like cool to like if they could like send me some filament or something, you know, just just a little, so little something. But they're doing so well. I don't think they need any, any nah. influencing. <laughs> No, we're doing. We've we've had a weird rash of. I think it's been seven tool tagged orders in like since yesterday morning. A rash. Like all. Yeah, it's really itchy. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird phrase, isn't it? It's come on quickly and it's very itchy. You've got a rash of e-commerce. Get off me! <laughs> Do you want to catch my disease? It's a Do good actually. song. That's great that they're selling. Yeah, and we've kept one. Of the most popular one, always like ready to go, ready to ship. But then nicely, there's always seemingly like a something else. Like I think we just had the biggest of those orders where somebody ordered four, two of each type of cool. that. So like we're at this point now where it's like we really only use the bamboo. And yeah. it's just like the most reliable, best quality, fastest of that and the other Prusa. And today I had the, I just ended up back on the bamboo side. I was like, don't buy it. Don't buy another one. Don't buy another one. I was just like, what am I, <laughs> like, that's, that's like 40 hours of printing, right? For those, for those orders alone. And we're like, then not mm. making other products. Like we're currently trying to stock up on some dust boots for a new version and just, you know, like they're making money. So it's like, how do you not, it's hard to not just start spending more money on these very attainable machines. Are you, what's going to say? So you're just making that tool tag holder for the Cat 40, like for the milling machine. You don't use one on the router. No, we have another thing that's going to come out here shortly with the pedestals that we kind of built into the pedestal stands mm. that work. They're like tags that fit on top. I haven't cool. really shared those at all, but I do think we're going to end up making a tool tag tower for ISO and BT30. Yes, yeah, I've had a few requests and it just seems like pretty obvious. Plus there's a lot of like brother speedios that are all BT30 and that's all the same. Yeah. So I just got to spend half a day and dig into my disastrous model that created the Cat 40 <laughs> version and scale everything down and try not to um, break it. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're pretty bad. Way better than I would have thought. <laughs> Is BT30 the same as ISO30 from a tool tag perspective? Yeah. yeah. I, as far as I remember, the only major difference is the ISO30 almost always has flats for tightening yep. on the sides of the outside. And then there might be one other nuance, but it doesn't affect tool tag situations. Interesting. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Cool. They feel adorable compared to... Just even like Cat 40, I know people talk about like the differences in Cat 50 and HSK versions. And when you grab one, like you get one in a box and you look at next to you, like, is this a toy? Like, <laughs> and I know they get way smaller than that even. Wow. Beep, 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 beep. So I had a fun day on Tuesday. We had a public holiday here. One of our colonial public holidays that are <laughs> becoming less and less popular with us, everyone. <laughs> and so I as I have been doing lately, decided to use it as a sort of day off in the shop, R&D day, which mm -hmm. was fun. And got in and <clears throat> got distracted with my GPT coding in the morning, which I'll chat about in a sec, but 
<clears throat> I spent the afternoon, like I've been trying to use those days for sort of product development and to get some time on the machines. But this one, I actually invited a client in. So our, one of our sort of biggest slash best clients who we work with a lot came in for the day and we worked collaboratively on a new product design, which is basically a, sort of a joint product that we both want to sell on our own channels. So it's a product we've developed together. He'll sell it to his market. We'll try and sell it to our market. Mm-hmm. And so we mm-hmm. workshopped the pricing model of how that's going to work and then worked on the design and like, and then went out in the machines and prototyped it. It was just, it was a really fun day, like to be able to work with a client that closely. I yeah. know it's not, not for everyone and certainly not for every client, but it was a really pleasing thing to do. Yeah. 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 I saw, I think know. I know what you're, are you not wanting to mention it? Oh no, not at all. It was a yeah, like it was a whiteboard, and it was That's what I thought. an I was it, you were iteration, about that. an iteration of a whiteboard that we've made with them several times over. Now we've been making versions of that whiteboard for years, and this was kind of just the next version of it, where we're trying to get the price down and scale it to sort of really optimize for material efficiency. So we're like sitting there trying to like go, let's creep this dimension in here and there, and then we'll get two of them out of a sheet instead of. Uh, Only yeah, one yeah. per sheet and things like that. So it was a fun, yeah. fun exercise. Yeah, I saw it. Um, it looked nice. Uh, I also, I don't know if I messaged you anything about it, but I was, I was cheering to myself that those kind of like single day product development, like that's pretty rare. Mm, I feel like to like be able to get yeah. that much accomplished and get something holistic out at the end <laughs> makes yeah, more sense exactly. that it was iterative because I was like, dang, how did he do that? Yeah, it's super pleasing. Like it is obviously, yeah, it, it's a very iterative product. Like we, yeah. You know, we're probably up to version 4.2 of it, of that product or something. But, you know, we started with a blank fusion file at lunchtime and had a, mm. a thing a few hours later. So very pleasing process. Would, would love to cool. do more of that. Mm-hmm. They look nice. Hmm. How, so, how tricky is that? Not to get into the weeds too much. How tricky is that to ship? Like that board tricky. itself is pretty pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a bulky product. It's the kind of product that we typically exclude from shipping on our website. Like we've got a few ah. bulky products that we tag out, so they're not suitable for couriers, and they're only available for like removalists or hand delivery by us. So it'll be one of those products mm-hmm. probably at this stage. But the new iteration is much simpler and much more flat packable. So we might get to a point where we could flat pack, you know, 10 to Brisbane or another city or something. But given this client's commercial furniture connections, it would probably be one mm. of his installers True. who would f- follow the order along and then put them together for the client on site. So it's kind Very of cool. quite a controlled sort of product. In that respect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that was my day on the tools, which is nice. And otherwise here, oh gosh, April's been a really weird month from a sales perspective, but just terrible <laughs> in short. I don't know even where we're at today, but we're basically we're about to date. Yeah, we've got a few days left in the month. And we're a long Early, way behind yeah. our sales targets and Shopify sales are still pretty dead. But feeling optimistic about the next two months, which will close out our financial year. But yeah, had this day last week where, you know, we we spent this money on this campaign to target architects and interior designers who had signed up to be oh, carbon yeah, neutral. Yeah. 
So we've got this list now of like 70, almost 70 designers and architects. It was awesome. Whoa. Great resource. Yeah. But now it's on us to like pick up the phone and talk to all these people. And okay. I'm very clearly in a situation where we've got terrible cash flow incoming and financial challenges in the next couple of months if our sales don't really pick up. And I'm sitting there going, like, I need to get on the phone to these people because we need their business. And I just yeah. got such cold feet. Like I started off the morning like wow. optimistic, yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to call these people today and make these connections. And the more I thought about it, the closer I got to picking up the phone, I was just like, fuck, beep, I can't do it. <laughs> Even knowing like how much this uh. is going to cost me personally and the company in the coming months, I just could not get over my head trash of like, yeah, the cold calling, effectively cold calling these people. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know what to do about that, but yeah, mm, no, I, no I know fun, that exact no game. thing. I have a, a hard time with that exact thing. The sales, cold, cold calling in general, man. I, I would probably starve if I had to do that as a job. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> which is that, sad. That I mean, be, maybe if like I'm my family heading. was kind of be in jeopardy i would get over it but yeah i just need to get over it and like i know i'll be fine once i'm on the call i just got to get over that hurdle quite happy talking to people don't like picking up the phone so did so do any of them have any concept that you would be contacting them about anything or is it like yeah, completely that's the thing. Cool? They've, they've, they've all been on a like a sales call with someone else who's introduced them to like butter and kidder parts Okay. Okay. And well, that's they've probably that's even tick tick the box that says yes. I would like more information on this. And we've we've sent all these people an email with a, like a generic PDF package with more information. And now the next step is like yeah. picking up the phone and exploring what they might want to do with it. So, yep, struggles, silly struggles. Do a game somehow. How can you gamify okay. it? Gamify it. Let me just code a game in GPT. That makes yeah, this gives me a scoring a system. Speaking of procrastination, I've been procrastinating a lot in a sense, having fun exploring this idea of like, can I code my own configurator using GBT? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And that's been a fun distraction, but I think it really is a distraction. And I'm still in the free trial period for Vivid, VividWorks and I'm chatting to Aaron yesterday and he put a bit of heat on me in a very useful way of like, hang on, you're in the free trial period for this is what looks like an amazing piece of software. Why don't you put your energy into that? I was like, oh no, you're right. Come on. Shut up. Boring. No. So yeah, I haven't made much progress with VividWorks, but I have been slowly chipping away at both kind of avenues in parallel going like, which one's better? This one's going to cost $1,200 a month to run. This one I could maybe make for free, but it'll look like a GeoCities website. Like, <laughs> which way do I go? Mm. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm going to try and maximize my free trial period in VividWorks and keep working on that. Yeah, that makes sense. I would probably also be, well, is it is it hard to use? Like, What's, is it? Is it like something that basically somebody needs to know how to do it to really use it well, to set it up well? Yeah, I think so. Like I find yeah. it quite mm, very slow going trying to set it up. Like I just keep running into roadblocks of like, oh, I don't understand how to control snapping or like all these offset values are weird and like I fiddle 
republish, look at it. If it'll republish, look at it. And it's like just you spend two hours and you've made very minimal impact <laughs> on dragging a few yeah. components around. So it's been just a bit sort of slow and frustrating. But yeah, it's not very intuitive, I suppose. And, and they don't really do that for you. It's not like they I'm can, sure if you pay them a lot but, of money. Yeah. They quoted 6,000 euro to sort of do all mm -hmm. that establishment stuff for us, um, which uh, maybe we'll come to that, but not right now. And, but I, <laughs> interestingly, GPT is aware of the platform and how to script for it, but it uh, seems to be aware of an older sort of version of it with a mm -hmm. different interface. And so its guidance is a little bit kind of useful, yeah. but also not, not very yeah. implementable. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get, yeah, I'd probably, well, likely they can extend your trial since you're not well, selling anything on it, I but it's not very incentivizing. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Now I'll certainly be asking that question for a trial extension if it comes to it, I think. Or that as well as just like, I mean, sure, they'll charge you, but you can also probably go, hey, I'm having trouble with this. Can we like screen share hmm. and show me how to do this part better? It's like they want to sell you the service for the monthly recurring anyway, right? Like. Yeah. The upfront fee is like if they need to take it on, somebody's going to be able to show you some, you know, steps to move forward. Jolly. You Jolly. Yeah. I'll play that it card. It sounds like it's not what you want to do, though. You want to make the GPT version or like, and I get that. <laughs> I'd probably be the same. Yeah. Yeah. I love a challenge. I love trying to do stuff myself. But at the end of the day, I yeah. don't. It's, it is like... Sure, while it currently looks like GeoCities, like, and it could be styled up a little bit, like, at the end of the day, it's going to be a far inferior product than what VividWorks can offer in terms of, you know, mm -hmm. even just the fact that it's got anything you build in it, there's like, you're only like one QR code away from having it in AR on your phone. Like, it's just, mm. it's got mm -hmm. some great potential for customers in there. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's easy uh, to integrate with Shopify? They have a Shopify integration, yeah. I see, I see. Mm. Huh. Interesting. Mm. I did like your GeoCities version, though. I mean, I, it was a little <laughs> tough. I got the concept of what you were doing, but it was a little tough to understand in your like, video of like dragging bars, like building. There was this bridge builder game we used to play in like high school, I want to say. Yeah. And you would just try to build bridges with different sections and try to be as i think minimal and as as you could to get a train to go across and it would show stress after it would run across it was very addicting for that kind of like uh, yeah, that rings a bell. Anyway. yeah yeah i have fond memories of like high school era 2d like building games <laughs> as well it's like i think that's probably why yeah. i'm so interested in this <laughs> like some <laughs> sentimental throwback yeah. to like playing games in early high school in the school library. Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess the other question, not to dwell on this too much, but it's like, what gets you to the, like, if either of these versions are going to make a 20% boost in sales, is expediting the timeline worth it through their help? Or like, mm. what's their ROI on just... Here, you guys. Here's five, here's a painful five thousand euro. I need this next month. You know, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it done. What else have you been working on? We are dang near. First couple ATC pedestals will ship out today. 
Exciting. So I'm finishing up guides, which is frankly causing me some anxiety just for the sake yeah. of like, I don't, I'm, I'm very conscious of not screwing up, very conscious of not wanting to screw up other people's machines from yeah. basically what I, we've been terming like blind trust in something that we've created, right? Like the both the physical and then the modification of your machine to make it work is, well, what do the John bomb John say? It's like, you got to work like a surgeon, right? And do the steps, mm. right? Or, you know, if you miss something, it's going to go want a tool change in the wrong spot. Or like, there's just all these things that, you know, I'm, I'm been aware of and I've made lists and I have this crazy long list from when I went, did the first one myself at, at somewhere else and kind of going through that and trying to remember what the heck my notes meant and like making it digestible for somebody that would receive this. So by the end of the week, we hope to have everything shipped for those and mm, cool. still a lot to do, but it's a big it's exciting and anxiety making at the same time yeah 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 it's it's a ambitious undertaking like it's not just a widget like you're selling a system right system that has to be uh -huh. integrated so it's cool man makes me i mean i've had moments definitely of like why did i do why and then i have <laughs> to remember like where i was when that started and like what what why we got to this place and like it you know, a lot has changed since then, and it's admittedly just taken way too long. I've never not been aware of that, and Phil, yeah, it's just been tough. I don't, I've, I've done this pre-order kind of thing before where it's had issues, and I was like 19 at the time, but it's been <laughs> a long time since we've had an extended one that makes me definitely not want to do it soon again. It's just not yeah. good for anybody. <clears throat> it's not good for the customer. It's not good for our, us to have i don't know the whole thing for that long and so yeah yeah that makes it question pre-order model oh my god yeah well especially yeah. in this situation yeah yeah it was like grimsway has mentioned that so many times over the years of his regret about i can't remember what it was the saga or something where he did that yeah that's such a uh, every time business models come up i always just think like is there a better business model than what they have? <laughs> Insatiable demand. As soon as you have a product done, it gets bought within 24 hours. Like, <laughs> you never have extra of anything. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine, like, a lottery for your mm. dust boot lottery. I'd love, let's get into that, please. Yes, yes, please. Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, that's, congrats that's on majority. Shipping. We also have, that's yeah, cool. well, thanks. Ricky's been, I posted a little video of, just like a super short reel of like the parts of i think you commented on it but yeah it's just like a ricky's been basically spending four year four months four years <laughs> feels like four years of iterating packaging for these parts like as we'd finish something he'd be like all right well this is this can go in this box and mm. we finally kind of put the final bow on it i guess yesterday by labeling some of those boxes and he put like our tape on it and it it really starts to look like a product rather than just stuff in boxes laying around, you know? Like that's nice to see. But he's awesome. super excited to finally wrap those up. Yeah, great. Me Ooh. too. Awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put that coffee down. No, it's mine. 
my bucket of coffee. Have you ever cut tooling foam? No. No. I've done, done very little with foam. I made a Chrysler building gargoyle out of foam once. Oh. Like a full, full scale That's one for a movie set. But that was Ooh. not CNC'd. Mm. It was mm. a, a room full of polystyrene with angle grinders and saws. And there was so much polystyrene flying around that we had to wear like stockings over our heads to keep it out of our <laughs> orifices. So it was just like this. They make masks for that. <laughs> you know? It was early. It was the bad old days before we knew what a respirator was. Yeah. Or they seem too just expensive, like, right? Just grinding polystyrene with a wire brush on an angle grinder, just like creating snowstorms. So no, I've never put foam on the CNC. I think I'm a bit scarred by the gargoyle. I just imagine it going everywhere. Like, does it make a mess? Must with those long tools. I have not cut anything with this long of a tool yet. We The only thing close was, I think it's still under five inch stick out, was the iMac bases have like a long finishing tool. I think yeah. that was five inches, but this is, this is almost seven inches outside the tool holder. Amazing. It's not even like the longest. You can get like foot or like 12 or 14 inch long foam tools that are like an inch diameter. I'm like, I don't have anything to hold that. Like I need like <laughs> cat or I need like ISO 30 ER 40, I think, mm. or like a custom tool holder. What is this tool? The eight inch overall tool is half inch. So it's not going to take okay. a huge cut. And then also theoretically, it shouldn't be a whole lot of fight, but it is really like what was weird about it. I think it's 20 pound foam which I don't quite know what that means, but it it's the density rating yeah. of like certain volume or something. And when we took it out of the back of the customer's truck, he's like, so it's, it's quite a lot to lift for just two people. So just be prepared. And okay. I looked at it and I was like, foam, huh? Okay. <laughs> I was like real confused by that when he said that. And then we start to move it. I'm like, oh, this is weirdly heavy foam. Like, so I, I've quoted these like probably six times different, you know, wren shaped tooling foam jobs. And then it's never, it's never gone through. And finally it was like the right scenario where the clients lined up and it made sense. And yeah, crazy. So can I, can I ask, is the, the material worth more than the machining or is the machining worth more than the uh, No, it's, it's, it's an expensive job for sure. Um, yeah. Partially because of the cost of material, it was also like estimated like days worth of machining to figure it out. Mm. The tooling is, ex you know, we had to overnight expensive tooling because it's also a somewhat of a rush job too, okay. which is also exciting. Exciting. So it's a win for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's funny that this is making me less nervous than the pedestals going out though. <laughs> At least I guess like I'm not going to mess up the machine, right? Like it's going to be, hey. Oh, hey, sorry. What's up? No, it's all good. I'm going to start cutting that thing now. Okay. I think he's nervous about it, too. He was coming in to check. It's I ready think to if, go. I, if it was good to go. He was just uh, cutting the pin alignment alignment pins in the bottom of it, and I'm sure he's like, I don't know about it. <laughs> six inches of foam. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'm sure I'll get some videos. I don't think we'll see if I can post some of it. Yeah, I sweet. think so. Yeah. Mm hmm mm. Go and do that. Yeah. Go go play with Vivid Works. Vivid Works. That's a hard word to say. Yeah, so much goes on in that room. For Where I did will. you get that one? Well, the Marx Brothers? 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, it sounded familiar, but I just the internet connected. Where all things come from. Creepy. Creepy. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, go, go make some foam chips. Mm-hmm. Foam chip. Well, mm. we got a dust, dust boot for that. Fine powder. Powder. Says it's not dangerous on the safety data sheet. I don't know if I believe that. Oh, suspicious. Here we go. Sounds fine. He's, I just used a available tool, which is a compression cutter, to do the little alignment pins, and it doesn't sound like anything's cutting, so I guess it's soft enough. I'll send you some photos. Anyway, this isn't very cool. exciting. See Still ya. Bye. Bye. I know. I've seen your Reddits. Yeah. Heavy guy. <laughs> Unsubscribe, man. Uh, that's cool. Tr- that's crazy. Bye. Tr- Bye. Tr- Bye. Tr- Bye. Tr- Bye. Tr- Bye.